0: Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is the Funbox Monster Podcast. I'm Tristan. I am at Awkward. And today we're going to be doing uh, Kevin Tenney's uh, other masterpiece, Witch Trap.
1: Which is not a sequel to Witch
0: <laughs> it, it is definitely not. I would call it uh, a ripoff of Haunting of Hill House. <laughs>
1: uh, I find it odd, too. Like, on the tape itself, it says Notice, this motion picture is not a sequel to Witch Uh <laughs> It also on the front cover says in big letters from the writer and director of Witchboard. And then when you pop the tape in, it also has a warning before you start the movie saying this is not a sequel to Witchboard.
0: That's so Uh, weird. From what? I mean, there must have been some (laughs) very bad blood on this thing. From what
1: I understand, uh, the movie was originally called The Presence, and the producers wanted to call it Witch Trap to bank on the success of Witchboard. And uh, yeah, I think somebody was like, yeah, let's just cover all our bases and not get sued.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, man. So this is, there's a lot of reasons why this is not a Witchboard movie. Uh, I don't know what their budget for this thing was, but uh, it was it was cleverly produced to not require a huge budget. Mm-hmm. You had basically two really big special effects, and that was about it. Uh, two really good special effects that I enjoyed. Not a single actor in the entire movie, which was interesting, except for Linnea. And Linnea, the way that they shot her, they just kept shooting her in cutaways. So it was like, you didn't ever know if she was in the room with anybody. It was just like someone would do something and Linnea would go, hmm, and like shrug. So you were like, she's just like, it's all reaction shots to what someone else is doing. She doesn't say anything in those reaction shots. So they could have just filmed them in a room all one after the other and just been like, we'll get those in there somewhere. Mm, I'm disapproving that your head exploded. Mm. The
1: other, uh, the other odd, the other odd thing we got to cover is the sound issue in this movie where the entire mm -hmm. movie is overdubbed. I don't, I don't -hmm. understand how this could have possibly happened. Um, And from the Blu-ray commentaries, there's two different conflicting stories on this too, where uh, the music composer said the sound recorder put the tape in wrong which doesn't make <laughs> any
0: sense. Uh, um, the whole I, time.
1: The whole time. And Kevin Tenney... For the
0: entire shoot, just never took yeah.
1: it. <laughs> and Kevin Tenney, the director, stated that the sound was recorded too low. So when they tried to play it back, it was all super quiet, so they boosted it, then they had a, a notable hit through the whole thing. But my question oh, is, man. Uh, how the fuck do you pull that off for the entire, every shot that you've done for the entire movie? Uh I, it blows I my mind. I don't get it, uh, especially when you go to play back the dailies. You know what I mean? Like, how did they not notice this until the entire movie was done? That they after you know,
0: after watching this movie, I can imagine that they did not look at a single daily, and uh, <laughs> that it was just <laughs> uh, that they just kept going. They were like, you know what? Just just go. We got to finish this. But, but, but I feel I feel uh, the
1: fact that they did overdub the whole thing gives it a very surreal. Uh, almost oh. charmed
0: to the whole thing. Absolutely. I I mean this movie is so much like uh it's it reminds me of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like things that don't exist in the 80s. This is a this is a product of the 1950s independent sci-fi horror movie scene. This is not a product of 1980s slasher movie, like, exploitation VHS culture. This is, like, straight Ed Wood in so many places. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the least of which being the acting. <laughs> like, the acting is very Ed Woodian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being both Ed Wood-esque and Wooden. Um, very Wooden. Man.
1: But again, that that wow. woodenness. I feel plays into that ADR. I, I bet it would have been a much different oh. story if it... It's not the same when you're just recording into a booth over your own stuff than you were, when you're actually oh. acting on the spot. I can imagine that being a much different it's animal. It's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I... I mean, I can't imagine having to try to redub all of those lines and make them mm-hmm. look or sound like anything. It, it seems it seems nearly impossible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, it, again... That's the charm of the movie. The charm of the movie is how overall, surreally 50s and like, just bad. Yeah. I mean, to coin a phrase, it's it just, it is a schlocky bad film, but in a very charming, lovable way. And it really... I don't know, man. I, it's 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 infinitely watchable, yes. and so many of the moments of this film. I've seen people say that this movie is not so bad that it's good, and I was laughing hysterically in four or five different oh, places in this movie. Like the <laughs> there's the the husband who's the the other psychic when he's like he's had his first fit that was hilarious in itself, but then he's laying on the ground and he just sits up bolt right. And he's like, we need to go to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <And> I <just laughs> was like, wow. I love his, I loved his, I loved his line delivery there. Phenomenal. Honey,
1: aren't you going to say something? Honey, he's holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, classic God. Good stuff. Good stuff all over. Um, so I guess we'll just start here. Off. Uh, yeah, uh, we start off with a nice nice shot of this big, spooky, like, Swiss house. Looks like a Dark Shadows house in Switzerland or something. Um, you know, we get this slow camera work that kind of points us to the idea that we're going to be like, oh no, this is going to be a, a slow burn. This is going to be a, like, this is going to be like a Dark Shadows ep- it, episode or like a, a hammer horror film it, it, it or something. It almost
1: looks like TV in a lot of points, too. Like, that, that first yep. shot, it looks almost like an SOV video. Like it doesn't even, Yep. there's a weird quality to it. I know it's shot on film, but a lot of times like it almost has that feeling of just a camcorder production, especially the yeah. opening shot. There.
0: It, <laughs> I mean, who knows how they edited it. It could have been anything. So that could have, could have done crazy <laughs> things to it. But uh, yeah, it's, Eventually, the camera lands on our picture of our our big bad, our our evil our evil wizard here. Or not Malfador,
1: um, because this is not a sequel mm-hmm. to Board.
0: <laughs> Even though he looks exactly like Malfador, in that he looks like Eddie Rabbit or you know like it, well, any number of nineteen seventies cr- country crossover guys. Yes,
1: well, it is Malfador, though. It's the same. Oh, yes, yet. it is. And, uh, also, yeah, which
0: is I guess why also
1: I remember during our Witchboard podcast I was saying that I wish we got more of him because he was such an evil presence but now that we do get more of him it totally takes that evil it strips it right away he's almost goofy and he moves like a okay. he moves like a Scooby Doo villain <laughs> he's like he like an old silent like a silent movie guy yeah.
0: He looks like the Hamburglar when he's coming into the room <laughs> to get stuff. Like he's got his, he's got his cape up, <laughs> yeah. and he kind of moves it up as he moves. Which is another thing that's so Ed Wood. It's so Plan Nine from Outer Space. It's like, the, like old, when, the old Hollywood when,
1: vampires, it's like ooh.
0: right, the fake Bela Lugosi <laughs> when he's like covering his face to pretend that he's that Bela Lugosi hadn't died three weeks prior. <laughs> uh, so good. So yeah, <sighs> nutty. Um, and then, so we get some fun stuff here. This, this next scene, because they have no money, basically the only effect that this movie has is zooms and loud noises. <laughs> but they're used very effectively. So the, aside from our two effect shots, we get mostly hard zooms on creepy things in the background and then big slamming noises and crazy monster noises. And I love the monster noises. They
1: are the same monster noises. As Knight
0: uh, of the Demons. Oh, they're re- but they're much, they're much louder in this though. Like they feel like he he really torqued them up to to the nth degree in mm-hmm. this movie.
1: Yeah, and it's and it turns out a fun fact: the uh, Vicente character, um, what's his name? I got it right here, uh, James Quinn. That is the voice of the demons in Night of the Demons, and the voice of this. in here and there's that part where his, his buddy asks him like, "How much do you think this mansion costs?" And he does that. Oh, the your soul. And, yes. <laughs> and, it still, and I really wonder, like, can he just do that without any effects? Because it felt like that was like a treated special effects sound. But then when you actually watch him do it, without yeah, effects. like, like a Dr. Clock yeah, on of voice. His
0: voice. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Oh, man, that, that character, his face is fascinating. Um, I like this main lead, uh, Obviously, they gave him way too many one-liners. It gets it gets just a little bit annoying. Did you notice? But man, he looks he looks like Ash. He looks like Bruce Campbell, sort of like in between turning into evil Ash. <laughs> like like he's sort of a, a midway I point there. That. He's just got super super jutty, like really really well defined jawline and cheekbones and everything.
1: Did you notice? Just a like. Did you notice he was the same guy from lead. Witchboard too? Uh, the first Switchboard, he was no. the uh, construction worker that got crushed by the scaffolding. Like cool hippie, oh, yeah. Shit. Completely different character in this because now he's all the hard I didn't know cup. that. and now he's like the the valley boy kind of hippie dude.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, he was much better in the, <laughs> in the other movie. <laughs> I love him in this. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's and like you said, I mean this having to redub everything. Oh boy. Yeah. That that does put a whole different spin on it. I wasn't aware of that, so yeah. Uh, so all these all these like little like hard zooms and smash cuts and things that they're doing in here, they do a really cool. Uh, I think it's a William Castle thing that he kind of kind of bit, which is like we're we're in on an item. where like you're showing the portrait, and then he smash cuts to the same item only closer. It's like it's a like a weird smash zoom thing. Cool. Like it was very effective. It was for some reason actually like kind of jarring. Yeah, it's very evil even. It's very even evil in that style, cheese too,
1: with the whole it,
0: kind <makes noise> yeah. cool. I- definitely, definitely that is a, a big influence. Um and so we're following this dude who's screaming upstairs and being followed by a demonic presence, and he's dressed like <laughs> Tony Clifton. <laughs> <laughs> or like Neil Hamburger or yeah, something Well
1: he's a uh, magician they say I think that was who was staying there
0: <laughs> He looks like a lounge Yeah singer.
1: definitely with the sequins, but, lapels and all Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so he's He's being chased around we get crazy ape noises And then like Really he just eventually Throws himself out the window for some reason And
1: by throws himself out the window He literally walks through the window Grabs the railing and jumps himself <laughs> over it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was yeah, it definitely looked like he was not uh fully committed to that fall. He was like I g- the the I'm going, going. <laughs> I guess I'll do it. But uh still good. Um, he flies down, lands on the walkway where he bleeds out like a gallon of blood, which is a nice looking thing. So effect. cool. How it good. all
1: spread out. Like, good. That's the kind of stuff they would do with all C G now and it would just look stupid. And in this you're just like, yeah. Man, I wonder how it seemed like they had to do that one take Because I imagine that blood would stay in that sidewalk too mm-hmm. So it's just like you couldn't just set it up Absolutely again like, It
0: would
1: yeah. be like kind of like The movies where they're like We're in a place that nobody's ever been before and you see tire tracks all over the dirt everywhere
0: <laughs> Yes <laughs> I, I just watched uh, The new Rambo And that exact thing happened in the new Rambo where they're like, Oh no, the trucks are coming into my pristine farm and they're coming from different angles. And there's tire tracks from all these different angles where cars shouldn't be going. (laughs) It's like, Oh yeah, of course. Anyway. Uh, so now we cut to our, our hot middle-aged naked lady boobs in the, in the bathtub. Totally. This was an interesting, interesting choice. (laughs) Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate that they were like, oh, you know what, show this this 45 year old lady's boobs, (laughs) you know, why not? Um, But she's uh, she's in her bathtub, the phone rings and uh, we get some of we get introduced to what the acting level is going to be for this. And it's it sets your standards, which is nice. Uh, but she's, her name is Agnes, she's reading in the bathtub, and she couldn't move if her hair was on fire. No,
1: but if Devin Louder's on the phone.
0: What? Devin louder holy <laughs> shit. Uh, so he, she gets down there right quickly, putting on a, putting on a robe, which uh, her husband makes a weird comment about. Yeah. what the
1: hell is, it, it wasn't even funny. I, <laughs>
0: well i mean if we're gonna if we're gonna comment on every time a joke doesn't land <laughs> in this thing it's gonna be a long <laughs> podcast um but uh yeah so devin louder very excited uh he asks if she's heard about the accident and says that it's going to delay the opening of his inn. Yes. uh and so devin uh, that...
1: tenney himself
0: really yeah I did not I guess, know that. I think
1: I think That's... the original actor bounced or something like that happened and uh he just picked up the reins because he knew the script because he wrote it.
0: <laughs> he can like, do this. Weirdly, I he's one of the better actors in the yeah. movie. <laughs> he might he might be the best performance in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um but uh so they're going to sh- he's hiring her to bust ghosts. And so she needs to assemble her team as soon as possible and uh and so then we cut to her assembling her team, Ocean's Eleven style. Luckily, she knows where so, her
1: friend uh, jogs every day, so she can just beat her up and <laughs> interrupt her run in the park.
0: <laughs> yes. And luckily, her friend is wearing a crop top and the camera is posed just so that you can see her <laughs> bouncing directly into frame. Um, no complaint. So, <laughs> So that is what they do. And uh, apparently this lady has some magical abilities that she's going to use to help her out. And she's like, no, I don't want to use my magical abilities. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, you're right, I yeah. do. Um, and so she recruits her. After after she says no once, she then says yes. And <laughs> there we go. Uh, and because this is, you know, Legend of Hell House or Haunting of Hill House or Rose Red <laughs> or whatever, she can't control her powers, but this other lady's going to help her. Yeah. Um, well, she's
1: got the goes ghost, ghost <laughs> back in Beatbox there that keeps going on. It's so vague in its description uh It seems it seems to change the rules about what that damn thing does
0: all the time. Uh, which leads me to my biggest problem with this movie, which I shouldn't even with a film like this, I shouldn't even think about it. But my big issue with this whole thing is they introduce this thing where they're like, "Don't worry, we've got this." What should we do with it? Leave it behind. Yeah. Okay. So she just leaves it on the mantle for the entire fucking movie. And then eventually they use it and it works. Fuck you. Every time they're sitting in that den, it's a beep, 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 beep. It's like, I would at least understand if the plot point was that they smashed it because it was annoying. Yeah. If that, if one of the cops was like, fuck this thing and hit it with a hammer, I'd go there. That makes sense. But nope. Instead, they just let it beep in the corner. Um,
1: and they also say at so, one point that that's supposed to, like, control the uh, the physical medium can't harm people because of their ghost vacuum box that's just beeping there. But it never seems to stop him from doing things. And, uh, and apparently he doesn't need the damn physical medium if he could just blow up eggs. Except uh, for uh,
0: once. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens one time. He walks over to the urn and then he's turned away. He's he's doing his Hamburglar yeah. bit. He's like, oh, that a turn silent away? movie okay, villain. Yeah. And he was like, "No, not the beeping <laughs> little box." Just want to play with my I space just invaders. Eat my
1: ashes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another great, great plot yeah. <laughs> plot point there. Uh, so, so we cut to one of my favorite choices, QT Security. Yes. How adorable, <laughs> QT Security. Uh, And we get some low-rent lethal weapon stuff. This movie is the samurai cop of horror movies. It is interesting. I love when we
1: first meet uh, Vicente, he's ironing his shirt while wearing it. He's got like a clipboard underneath the buttons and he's That's great. Because he works so hard, he doesn't have time to go home and iron
0: He could just not iron his shirt like the rest of us. You know, like Predator, ain't got time to bleed. This guy ain't got time to iron. But, I mean, he does, though. He has time to iron. He just doesn't have time to take off his shirt. Uh, um, So, oh, God, this is terrible. I just noticed that in my notes, I constantly mention every time the acting is really bad. This is going to be bad. I'm going to have to skip a lot. Uh, Again, I don't think the acting's
1: terrible. I think it's given that terrible... I mean, I wouldn't say the acting's super good, but I think it does come across as more terrible than it actually was, due to the...
0: That could the that ADR, could absolutely yeah. be it. Um, so, he's been working on the department store case all night. <laughs> he knows it wasn't an inside job. None of this matters at all. Um, no, it doesn't and matter whatsoever. <laughs> no. And because this is a Kevin Tenney movie, uh, he loves to cut to the exteriors of big buildings to prove the size of whatever's going on. <laughs> He did that in all the Witchboard movies where it's like, look, we're at the crazy insurance place. We're at the crazy place where the loan shark is. And in this case, yeah. he cuts to the outside of some building for. Kind How of no big reason.
1: is that security operation? It almost seems like a ple- I, I I thought it was a police station at first. Like, a- I
0: don't know. He refers to himself as a detective, even though he was fired from the police force yeah. for being a douchebag.
1: And then the uh, the head of security... He's like
0: a hero cop that was so annoying that they fired him.
1: (laughs) That's why he got fired, yes. And they mentioned that. He couldn't stop running his mouth. Yeah. Imagine making so many dumb quips that you get fired from a job. You're like, I just can't take the sarcasm anymore. (laughs) You're out of here.
0: I actually... uh, (laughs) I would not be surprised to find out that I've been fired for something like that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Luckily, I can't get fired from this job, so fuck you, Fire yourself, Leo well that's a good yeah. point maybe I should um so uh, oh this is, this is the first time again I have a suspicion about Linnea Quigley in this movie mm-hmm. that she was not in the first cut of this movie uh, and that she kind of like showed up for two or three of the group shots in the house mm-hmm. and that's it because this is another one when they're in the boardroom they're like they keep cutting to her and she keeps looking to the side like mm-hmm mm yeah and it's just like just reaction shots and she's in a void it's like that it, it, and it's another really 50s thing where it feels like she's in another dimension like when you see those like 50s sci-fi movies and it's like cutting between two people <laughs> and then one of them reacts and it's like you know that this happened like six days later <laughs> like he's got a full beard and like, <laughs> it's one of those one of those things i love i love the boardroom
1: uh, of the security place too because totally spartan they're just gray boring ass walls and they're and since everything's ADR yards to, to fill the room noise they just have that constant typewriter in the background <laughs> <laughs> it rides over the whole freaking scene and, and 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 one one crime this movie does pull off are scenes that go on too long like there's just some scenes that they just keep talking like like, Oof. okay so, okay okay, cut and scene oh, oh you're yeah. still going oh okay <laughs> So many scenes go on like a minute or two longer. I have
0: another quip. Come on, I've got one more quip. (laughs) This was a good one, I swear. (laughs) Yeah, this will be the one. Uh, (laughs) So uh, our our bath boob lady, Agnes, uh, she's introducing her team. Here is Felix, husband to Agnes and mental medium, Ginger Kowalski, video technician, Whitney O'Shea, physical medium, Frank Murphy, Tony Vicente, and Levi Jackson. Cops, operatives, detectives, private investigators, something. Nobody ever explains it. Um, and then I guess this weirdo owns a huge mansion but won't live there because it's near a cemetery he says. It's uninhabitable and because it's a
1: cemetery. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Like,
0: <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I grew up in a house with
1: a cemetery on the yard and uh, we made it through. We, inhabit, I don't we inhabited
0: know. it. <laughs> <laughs> well... It says that he won't live there because there's a cemetery. He can't rent it because Uncle Avery scares everyone off. <laughs> and and he says, well, that was before. Now, he's seeing all these people who are renting haunted houses because haunted houses are the cool new thing. So, he's like, I'm going to rent myself a haunted mansion. So I, all I need to do is get, get, get rid of the, the ghost busters in here to get rid of the uh, yeah. So that's what he's gonna sound, do. Down sound. Carry well, on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's all fun in games until somebody throws the you know <laughs> the old throws no hamburger out a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think that's the issue. Is so nobody wants to be killed in a haunted house. So you can still say it's a haunted house. You just get rid of the murderous ghost. Um If the ghost kill so you is, you
1: definitely lose star ratings on the online. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh Fantastic honeymoon, and, and except
1: my husband threw himself out a window.
0: Uh, other than that, three stars? <laughs> three stars. Uh, yeah, you'll lose a Michelin star for each person who gets thrown out a window. Um, So, the Lauder House. I can't imagine why you would call him Lauder. Wait a minute, it's, it's the Slaughter, slaughter House! house. <laughs> so everyone's calling it the slaughterhouse now. Boy, that wasn't shoehorned in at all. Killing our rep. And so... he's got uh, got these police types whatever they are to to protect the psychics from the ghost when they go in there which sure they've got guns and they'll protect them from ghosts seems like a a solid plan (laughs) Uh, yep so he needs this to make his bed and breakfast work this is really important so after a couple of really terrible racist jokes Uh, we find ourselves in a pizza place masquerading as a bar and, uh, and Tony is in the middle of his, uh, his Campbell journey. He's, uh, he's the hero. He's seen his, his call to action. So part one, he's had his call to action, but now it's time for the hero to refuse his journey. So he comes there to the bar and he says, I don't want to go cause it's stupid. And, Can uh, I just cover one, one line here?
1: One line here that both
0: uh, <laughs> oh, Sarah and I were watching this. We're just like,
1: what? When he gets there, when he first meets the at the bar, he walks up and he goes, Stop drinking that. That beer's flatter than my ex wife's chest. <laughs> Let me buy you another one. One, why would you be talking about your ex wife's <laughs> chest? Uh, two, how would you know that dude's beer is flat um, by looking at it? Nothing on that line makes any sense whatsoever.
0: This movie was, this script was written in six days and every single time he had a line that he thought was funny, he put it in and he did not look back. (laughs) There was no, there was no cross check (laughs) on this. No punch (laughs) up. Yeah. Nope. This was, if I thought it worked, it works. And that's, that's it. So I'm sure that I'm sure that at like three in the morning, That was like, after like 22 Viverin, that seemed like a really, yeah, this (laughs) is great. Chests are flat. Beers are flat. Okay, I got it. Uh, And so, yeah, but uh, lots and lots of terrible banter. Uh, Most of it is vaguely racist whenever Jackson is there. And again, it just Um,
1: keeps going. Like, they're just talking this car. way too
0: long. Way too long. But at the end, he finally accepts his hero's journey. And he's going to babysit these chuckleheads. Because yeah. <laughs> they're all chuckleheads. Uh, <laughs> so if uh, he basically gets threatened. He's like, uh, if you don't go, then everyone's fired. Yeah. So
1: Which is again, so show again preposterous. Because he, he tells the lady later on that he gets so much of his business because Vicente's on the payroll. So why would he
0: risk... Which is why he... <laughs> why would he risk firing? Which is why he lets... Tony just emasculate him at every turn. Yes.
1: And then he also mentions uh, there's that line like, uh, you know how I got to be head of security? And Vicente's like, yeah from sucking the boss's dick? Wait, what? And then also okay. though, so is he the boss of the
0: security but, or not? Like. <laughs> and so here's the <laughs> here's the other part of that. I loved so, terrible joke, all of these are terrible jokes, but that moment, he lands that joke and then the guy kind of looks like well, nope, that was kind of a low blow because of the fact that I actually had to suck the boss's <laughs> dick for this job. It like, really looked like he took yeah, that yeah, one yeah. hard. Like, he was like, I told you that in confidence, and uh, you're being a real jerk right yeah. now. And I'm, I'm going to leave. Yeah. So <laughs> going to cry into <laughs> my flat fear. Get
1: out of here. <laughs> uh,
0: so, there was a stipulation of Avery's will that he be cremated And put on the mantle of this six million dollar house, which I don't. (laughs) I don't know how that's a six million dollar house. Maybe it's in the middle of Sunset Boulevard or something. I have no clue where the six million dollars comes for that for that. I
1: love how small Avery's picture is too on that giant fireplace. Like you just expect that, you know. All all these things have a giant paintings of the past master of the house. You know, it's just like a little fucking eight by ten they <laughs> shot at glamour shot
0: there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's yeah, they blew up the Sears portrait studio photo <laughs> of him and they were like, nah, we're not gonna pay for it. We're just gonna get this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them that we're gonna get the get the package Dude, and just take this one and leave. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if that was just the actor's headshot for his resume <laughs> that oh. they put in there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You think that he, you think that he looked like evil Kenny Rogers in his, in his eight by 10 glossy that he was handing around? Yes. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I would hire him for stuff. Uh, okay. So where are we at? Ah, yes. Uh, so we're at the house. They've gone in, they're setting up all their, they haven't set up their equipment yet, but the physical medium senses something behind a set of curtains, which this was very strange. Because they Why didn't cuz there was nothing there.
1: But he'd never even looked.
0: Ha. Oh, that's true. He, just, he he opens the thing and he goes, "Ah, oh, these windows are filthy."
1: Yeah, but I I and feel and like he didn't laughs. even open the curtain or look behind it or anything. He just kind of said it was filthy and they moved on. Like, okay.
0: Yeah, that yep, that was about it. Uh we get a we get a second scare when the, the the fake Tor Johnson, our, our Plan 9 from Outer Space Tor Johnson character shows up, uh, or Bride of the Atom, yeah. uh, he's the he's the, the horror cliche of the half-wit groundskeeper, mm-hmm. which is like a, a thing that is a massive cliche if you're making a 1950s horror yeah. movie. But this is not a 1950s horror movie. It's like Screaming Skull or any of those movies that are like, they have this this crazy groundskeeper who's always the red herring that like, oh, look at this he's you know he's either deformed or he's just a giant mute or you know there's always some weird thing about him, and then it turns out that he's the hero with a heart of gold or at least you time, know this he's time. not
1: but not this time <laughs> and did you realize that was in this uh, case they did not did go you realize there. that was Hal Havins too Stooge from night of the demons
0: holy shit, this, I did not
1: yeah this is like a this is like oh a my Kevin best of uh
0: characters. Oh man. It's like yeah, I think it was just everybody like calling in he was calling Calling in in favors favors to all the people. (laughs) I'm making a movie for twenty six dollars. Would you come over for a cheese sandwich? Cheese sandwich? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're speaking Stooges language. Um, (laughs) Uh okay so and and here's another thing that kinda goes nowhere. Um, so he shows up, they scared, ah, uh, whatever. Uh, he was Avery's beautiful assistant for his stage show? Yes. <laughs> I can see why he might be bitter about the poor attendance at his stage shows and go crazy and maybe try to become an evil wizard. I mean, it's just it's, it's um,
1: that cliche. Magicians assistants are always big, hulking, burly guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... It's always a guy that looks like Stooge in, like, a really sexy outfit. It might be a specific audience that we're unaware of. It's very niche, uh, but
1: niche magic market he works in.
0: <laughs> so after they hear the description of his psychic show and all this stuff, uh, the, our detective says, that sounds really familiar. He was the vineyard slasher.
1: It, it and may be responsible for that department store case, too.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm going to pin everything on this guy uh, so they almost caught him but then he was found dead with his heart cut out in this very house mm. so they never got to pin any of the murders on him uh, and so
1: they solved the case so does it doesn't matter if he's dead or not
0: Like, <laughs> I mean no it really doesn't it, it's, it seems like, like the victim's Family still want closure. We know who the killer is,
1: but he's dead, so he's probably not the killer. Maybe.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it, it seems like they would still resolve the yeah. case. But um, so Tony and Whitney, the physical medium, they take off to explore the house together. Tony's boss explains that he only lets Tony treat him like dirt because he solved a really, really hard case yeah. that nobody else could solve, and so. Again, like so, we said earlier,
1: and that's because he's on the payroll. That's where he gets 90% of his business from because he hires that guy. So I really feel that threat yeah. to fire that guy would be a completely empty threat.
0: Yes, probably. Uh, and so uh, our our two have gone up to the attic and they find a mysterious trunk with uh, an inverted pentagram hanging from the ceiling on top of it, inver- or inverted inverted cross, cross yeah. hanging from the ceiling, inverted pentagram on the uh, on the, the altar itself. And, uh, Is it
1: a pentagram inverted by nature?
0: Uh, it always points down. N- well, pentacles are supposed to be up, and the th- inverting them makes it evil. They're supposed to be like a, a happy magic, sad magic. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Wait, pentacle or pentagram? What's the difference?
0: I think they're the same thing. Maybe if it's a pentagram, it's always facing down. Who I knows? thought it was
1: always facing down to hell. That's why it pointed down. I have a very, I have be. very loose knowledge on this. I stuff. mean.
0: The reason that, the reason that they flip it over, uh, I I mean, if you, if you believe in, if you believe witchcraft stuff, it's always, the good, the good magic is it's facing up. And then when it's down, it looks like a goat's head. uh, So because of the ears and the thing. I I always
1: just, I I always (laughs) just buy your goofy ass Satan moose shirt. So I just don't really know anything about it.
0: Well, (laughs) I don't either. And that's why my cult involves (laughs) an evil moose. So, Go to
1: CoastCityComics.com you and your, get your Baffamoose t-shirt today
0: Yes, join join the cult of the Baffa Moose at <laughs> CoastCityComics.com <laughs> It gives you powers or something yeah. or whatever people offer in cults I don't know what it is We'll take your money You, and, you uh, get the strength uh, of a moose with the strength of three moose <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong ass moose Yeah uh, <clears throat> Okay, so Whitney tells Tony that Avery was a warlock and that nobody found his heart, and she thinks that he was stopped just shy of becoming a mortal from this ceremony. Uh, if he was evil, his soul was evil. If he was powerful, then his soul is powerful. Yeah. We're in grave danger. <laughs> and uh, then we cut to the first of the, of the sittings, the seance sittings in the living room with Linnea filming. I
1: like, I like how they did this too. I like the concept of, I don't know if this is like a common psychic actual thing, but the physical medium and the, uh, mm. what else was it? The physical and the,
0: the psychic, psych- there's the mental medium. Mental, and that's right. That's right. So the
1: mental and, yeah. medium can work as a megaphone for the demon to talk to, yep. but the physical medium can work as a doorway for him to move things and, Yep. make axes fly and knives fly which is a total witchboard staple I mean, I mean we're not watching witchboards
0: right and of course I mean it's important to have him have the ability to hurt people on the outside otherwise wait he, why is she there?
1: I don't know but he totally hurts the Wouldn't mental medium know? which is not supposed to be able to <laughs> do anything of harm uh, this movie <laughs> breaks its own rules worse than Dolly Deer's. Uh, but Carry on.
0: Ooh, so true. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, the husband is channeling Avery, and he threatens everybody. We're gonna kill everybody. I, I
1: love. I love the ghost shit talking here. Where it's just like, oh yeah, I'm powerful. I <laughs> will destroy you. Okay, prove it. Not now. No. <laughs> no. I, 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 I'm in the shower I, I'll get. I'll get to the hurting
0: soon. <laughs> but trust me, I'm like super strong. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, it was an off day i I really I've gotta go I need hangover. to carbo load first oh my god so uh so the husband goes into fits and has the best acting of the whole film yeah. he is he's is selling it hard uh and he lays down on the ground and this is where the uh, uh okay so this is another one of those 50s cutaway shots where this whole thing is going down and then Agnes goes to the mantle and fidgets with the little ghost thing. Yeah. the, the And beep then box. comes yeah. back. Yeah. The little beeping thing. She just goes, meh, yeah. meh. but you know, like you don't have any transition to the shot. Like it's not, it doesn't follow her or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just, it cuts away from like, there's a static shot of them in the middle of the room and it's just like everything is blocked so that nobody moves. And then the next shot is the mantle, and then she walks into frame. So it's like everything just feels disjointed, like it wasn't filmed together at all. Like it's just, it just feels really, really strange. Um, But that doesn't mean anything. I don't know why she fiddles with that thing.
1: I don't know why that thing does happen and things it does. It just beeps annoyingly forever.
0: It looks it looks like one of those old watches that played like uh, Space Invaders or like the I, old Nintendo watches. I, oh, I thought it
1: looked like an answering machine.
0: <laughs> Either way, I I thought it was supposed to go on her wrist. Like I thought it was some oh, sort of like thing that that's strapped to her Here's wrist. Oh, about the
1: size of an answering machine.
0: Yeah, but you know, a really big thing that went around her wrist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, but I don't understand where it was supposed to go because I thought she was supposed to be wearing it. I thought that literally the, the physical medium was supposed to have it on her pres- like on her body somewhere.
1: Oh, they did say put it on your lap once, didn't they? I think.
0: I thought they said something about having it somewhere near her. Yeah. Like, I thought she was supposed to wear it or whatever, but... No. I don't know where
1: you got wearing. I don't that, think they ever said wear that box.
0: <laughs> it would make a hilarious hat, yeah. is all I'm saying. Um, cool hat. It just, it's like that, can, Al- can like the Aleister Crowley hat yeah, with the eyeball. Yeah. Can you can turn the beeping <laughs> off? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, uh, they send Jackson to go look at the grounds. And this is where the husband does that, like, quick, bored, upright, stiffly announcing that he wants to go to the basement. we well, Time to go to the basement. There's something down there Um, important. There's something down there that's important to Lauder. And uh and beep, beep, beep constantly. (laughs) And so Frank decides that this is the most unprepared fucking security guy ever. So he decides that this is the time to clean his gun. (laughs) Instead of Maybe before you leave, <laughs> yeah. maybe have a clean, prepared gun so that if something happens when you're on your security detail, you can use it.
1: To, to be fair, I think Murphy did have two guns. I think it, the one he was cleaning was like a big old dirty hairy thing, but he also had that little snub nose thing. So I do think he mm. was kind of prepared. Okay. But at the same time, yeah, what if you needed the dirty hairy gun at the moment?
0: For like a big bad ghost. <laughs> It just seems weird. <laughs> if you needed to shoot a really big ghost <laughs> with your gun, uh, so uh, so Whitney gets mostly undressed, and she's like, "Oh, boy, it sure is cold in here." It's yes. Yeah.
1: You just took your clothes you're off. <laughs>
0: getting you took your clothes off for no fucking reason. Um, yeah, she wasn't even taking a shower. But, <laughs> nope there was there was no point. She just got in there and she was like. Time to change shirts, yeah. and uh, and it was there wasn't even, wasn't even needed, so it made even less sense. There was, it was so that it was because they needed the creepy caretaker to be peeping on yes. her. So, creepy caretaker is outside the window, and what I don't think I realized at the time is that her window is a story or more high, like yes. at least one story off the ground, maybe two stories
1: off the ground. So, I did also hear that this movie was cut though And uh, apparently the vinegar syndrome Blu-ray that came out is the Uncut version which has never been So maybe there is nudity in that Because I, I did That might be. And it. they also said uh, I've just heard this from other people's reviews of this That the Blu-ray says that they did have to make Five cuts in this And that the MPAA at the time was very unfair To indie productions like this Where they were for some reason oh. stricter with these guys Than they would be for big Hollywood films which makes sense because that whole organization sucks. So yeah, maybe there were... Lloyd
0: Lloyd was always complaining about that. Lloyd Kaufman always complains about that stuff. So yeah, that sounds right. Um, Okay, so uh, Jackson comes around the corner as he leaves, like pretty much just as he exits the house. The first thing he sees is a two-story ladder and our creepy caretaker leering in the window at the top. Two
1: things that don't make sense here. The minute he sees... Uh, stooge looking at the window, he makes a comment, Hey, you know, you can go blind doing that, insinuating that he's peeping.
0: Yeah, but how would he know that insinuating that he's jerking yes, off?
1: How would he know that he was peeping though? Like, he doesn't know that girl's upstairs taking her clothes off or anything like that. No, nope. just be spying on anything. And then he could be doing, he could be cleaning, could be cleaning the window, he could
0: be fixing the window, yeah. he could be doing just, any number instantly of things. He knows he's
1: peeping, and then stooge jumps him like the very next shot is him going, Ah. But he was, like, two stories up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a jump. You can defend it, though, with later on when he takes a bunch of bullets, one of the girls says, he's oh, a yeah. spawn of Satan, and the guy goes, I'll right. give you this. So maybe he did have I mean, Satan power super jump.
0: <laughs> well, the the one thing you can't defend is that Jackson didn't die from a 300-pound man falling no. on him from two stories <laughs> up. He would at least have some sort of internal injuries hmm. after that. Um but he does. He jumps down and just screams at the top of his lungs. Meanwhile, in the basement, uh, Tony, Agnes, and her husband are wandering around aimlessly. Um, and we learn that the box on the mantle is a ghost trap that catches a ghost that tries to pass through the person who has it. So that's the idea: is that if the f- if the medium has is holding on to it or it's near the medium, and a ghost tries to go through her. It's gonna catch the the ghost,
1: and it's also something that she invented. Very uh, very
0: y well, it's a ghost vacuum, yeah. so yes, it is very Ghostbusters-y. Um, and the husband finds a pentagram in the co- in the corner in the concrete, and that was the thing that was very important to Lauter. Um, I, I love I love that
1: cut too when he finds the pentagram. It's almost like uh, it's almost like they edited it a little too soon because he's like sitting there frozen, then all of a sudden he's like. Hey guys, I found it. <laughs> it just almost looks like they just That's, cut the next few seconds I mean, in there.
0: There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing more 50s Corman than a person like like holding their horse, and then like the the camera is rolling, and then you see somebody call action, and then the horse moves. Yeah. Like it's one of those kind of shots. It's like it's all over very 50s. I also love um, how
1: chintzy. And steep that pentagram in the basement. is oh. It's just like they took a freaking uh, sharpie. It's just true, like the shittiest pentagram you could possibly draw on a wall. <laughs> and be like, yep, that's a secret and pentagram holding my heart.
0: I got to tell you, every single thing that happens in this movie, I feel like, especially because it's a Kevin Tenney movie. And I mean, you know what's going to happen in any of these movies. It basically winds up every time he makes a movie, it's like every character... Thinks that there's some sort of gigantic, there must be some sort of crazy spell with all sorts of crazy parts, and it's like, how about you smash the thing? Yeah, it's and so it's fearful. like, oh, oh, it, oh, okay, that I guess you just smash the thing. I mean, this this uh,
1: movie I, is totally witchboard without a ouija board.
0: <laughs> yes. don't. I mean, but just shoot the heart, don't shoot the board. It's
1: time. the same damn thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, same thing. But more than that, it's like, why wouldn't like. Every time you see any of these evil things, you're like, just break it. Yeah. Just break everything. <laughs> why Why aren't you just breaking yeah. all of this? Why, when you saw the pentagram, oh, it's really important to the evil guy that kills people? Okay, I'm going to hit it with a pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my first instinct would have been to dig there, or smash it, or just make sure that the pentagram went or away. Or
1: hide your damn heart, like, in an unmarked spot. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Better hide your oh, heart. Dude, uh, box, box. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he does that. Uh, but uh, so Linnea gets naked here, which was helpful to this movie.
1: Oh, can, I, can, I, can I read this here? Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the back of the tape describing it, all of a sudden, uh, you know, after a few paragraphs of describing the movie, and in the upstairs shower, we have the sexy Miss Ginger Kowalski, Linnea, Linnea Quigley. And this is where all the chillingly frightful fun comes to a head. Comes to a, is that a pun on Showerhead? I mean, this is, it's definitely not where all the action comes to a head.
0: (laughs) They needed an excuse to say, hey, hey, person who's looking at this, you're going to see boobs. boobs.
1: I, and there's no uh, <laughs> I think that was it. I find it odd too. There's no picture of Linnea on the back either. You think they you think they'd sell that shower scene they're gonna talk about it so much. Yeah, they have the little Polaroid I number mean, on the cover, which is hilarious. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, more another thing leading me to think that maybe she was an afterthought mm-hmm. after the movie was pretty much shot. <laughs> and then they were like, uh, I could write her in. Maybe we could get her for a couple of days and she could get naked and maybe we could sell this thing. Um, but <laughs> either way, uh, she's, she's naked, showering. Our physical medium gets attacked by Lauder, represented by, like, flashes of his face and her having a fit. Her just having, yeah. We still, we don't know what he's doing. We don't know why she's flipping out. There's no real explanation for any of this. And,
1: I love how we have the same, there, like, 30 second loop of intense music, too, whenever anything <laughs> happens in this movie. <laughs>
0: It was especially good because they didn't shut it off when Linnea's just showering. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's like this intense shit's happening everywhere. And then it's like, Linnea, shower head.
1: Hmm, it's a really nice shower and
0: it's warm. <laughs> 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 it's like, no, she's just just showering. <laughs> and
1: if anything I've learned uh, from these movies, ghosts love fucking with showers.
0: <laughs> they sure do. That is... That is absolutely true um oh this is where uh this is where she ha- uh we actually catch him going to the urn and then the beeping space invaders thing <laughs> sends him away
1: and we see him uh, it's a really cool shot it's too bad that it's so campy uh in a way there because yeah. like the when the camera pans from one monitor to the next and you see him progress through the room in the black yeah. white, it's such a cool idea but then when he's walking he looks so hokey doing <laughs> the whole over emoting
0: yeah it's. I mean, this whole thing is, is super Hell House. Yeah. This is very Legend of Hell House, this whole, this whole bit, um, <clears throat> which is very Legend of Haunting of Hill House and all that. Um, but they cut to uh, to the nude Linnea. They cut to the urn. They cut to all these other things. She does the thing that happens in every Witchboard movie Stick your where there's something in, something. in the shower and she sticks her <laughs> finger in it. Um... <clears throat> And again, it's, she sticks her finger in a thing that is not threatening. It's, it's again, they're trying to remake the stick your hand in the garbage disposal. Yeah. But it's not, it's, at least she doesn't, we don't expect that she's <laughs> going to inflate or something. Yeah, at least she doesn't get her finger <laughs> bitten
1: by nothing in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. So, uh, but we do get an amazing stop motion shower head that flies out and just stabs her in the throat. Yeah. Which was kind of a a nothing death, but the the stop motion thing was kind of fun. Such a weird kill. This whole segment is super weird because it's implying that this ghost can, like, massively multitask because at the same time that he's causing this lady to have a fit, he's appearing on the camera in the living room trying to get at the urn and he's killing Linnea Quigley. The way that the shots are spaced, all this stuff is happening simultaneously. Hmm. Yeah, Like, it's it's like those Godfather shots of like the, like the murders. It's like, this is all supposed to be happening all at the same time, but it's, I don't think he can just like split into three and do all those things at once, whatever. He's magic. It's fine. Um, so all the papers have fallen down when he came through there and he got scared off. Yeah. And this is one of, this was another one of the moments when I laughed out loud, which was the entire, like, everyone else who's down there, they're all picking up the the papers and there's like eight pieces of paper on the floor and they're like, what could have happened? What could do this? What could cause this horrible devastation? Maybe an open window? He's like, no, but all the windows are closed. (laughs) I don't know, somebody fucking nudged it. It's eight pieces of paper, bro. It's fine. Um... So uh, Jackson kicks in the door, holding his gun, uh, because he's looking for Ellen. the looking yeah. for the crazy groundskeeper, uh, and goes. He runs upstairs because he assumes that he was peeping on Linnea.
1: But he wasn't, and how would he even know?
0: I, because it's a shortcut, and it saved us a lot of boring movie. And, the,
1: and, the, and then <laughs> another thing: they think that Ellen's the one that did it, but they've all been right there in the house, like. He bust yeah. through. He didn't be like, did he come through here? There was like Where where's Ginger? She's taking a shower. Oh shit. Like, why would he think she's in any danger whatsoever? Just the the weird case about this.
0: I mean, she was in the shower and he kicked in the door, so maybe he was looking for an excuse to kick in the door yeah. while she was in the shower. He was he was um, all about her. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that was it. Um And so we get uh Yeah. We get nothing. We we get them saying they're going to call the police. But then the phone is dead, so they have to send someone out.
1: I love, uh, I love um, Felix's line where he tries to make the phone call. He's like, I'll call the police. Oh, I guess I won't. Somebody's cut the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. The other guy says, come on. Yeah, he's like, I'll call the police. Oh, I guess I can't. The phone's dead.
0: <laughs> he must have cut the yeah. line. So there's, there's more, more banter, and because Jackson is there, they have to make it racist. And, but he does say Neanderfuck here, yeah. so that was fun. <laughs>
1: Neanderfuck is my new, my new favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. This is time for another sitting. Someone's been murdered. It's a great time for a sitting. Uh, Jackson tries to drive away, but they're locked in with a padlock on the gate, just like Haunting of Hill House <laughs> and Rose Red and every other one. And of The those. Haunting. Uh, and The Haunting. Uh, and there's still lots of lots of booping. Lady has more fits. Uh, Whitney's going into, into more of her psychic fits and uh, the car drives itself into Jackson and then runs over his head in a scene that we don't get to see, unfortunately. I thought that was I thought it was um,
1: cool implied with the car entire. It gave me it gave me flashbacks to when uh completely unrelated to the movie. But when I was a kid I wasn't allowed to rent R rated movies. But I found the Toxic Avenger at Primetime Video and it was unrated. <laughs> And in my parents, there you go. They, they were like, oh, yeah, okay. So they let me rent that movie. I, meanwhile, knew that it was going to be worse than an R-rated movie. So <laughs> I waited till I went to bed, and I put in the Toxie Avenger by myself in the living room. And that scene where the kid's head gets squished on the bike, it, it, it traumatized me. I, I shut the movie off, and I almost cried. I went to bed that night. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, could, I couldn't finish the movie. <laughs> I, of course, love it now, but like at the time, I was just like, I was like, yeah, well that's what you get, Matt. You you knew you put one over your yeah. parents. You rented the movie you shouldn't have watched and yes. Now 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 you suffer with it. You don't get to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Oh my god. But yeah, just the um, tire crushing his head
1: made yeah. gave me a flashback to that memory. So <laughs> Oh, it's so good.
0: That movie was that was that was a very formative one for me too, where like middle of the night, I was staying at a friend's house. They had Cinemax. We were up until like two in the morning and Cinemax had toxic Avenger mm-hmm. on at like one or 2 AM and we just watched it. And I was like, what the f-? I think we were like stealing his parents' wine and we were like, you know, drunken 12 year olds mm-hmm. and <laughs> it blew my fucking mind yeah, I was probably, as a drunk 12 year old. I was probably
1: between around, around 10 or 11. I think when I saw that and, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I re- I remember watching it at night and just like you know they're swearing, yeah yeah you fucking asshole, yeah you fucking ass. and I'm like oh my god this school swearers this is cool. Then all of a sudden it's just like oh there's boobs whoa 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 and then the kids head pops and I was like oh oh fuck uh, oh stop.
0: <laughs> Did I just watch a real child die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you watched a watch watermelon. <laughs> uh, That's why I hate watermelon. Okay. That's probably it, because there's no other good reason. Watermelon is wonderful. Uh, so, so we have learned here that God is real, Whitney tells us. So everybody shut up. Mm-hmm. God is real, the devil's real. Uh, she gives us a backstory that she almost drowned at the beach, and then she saw heaven and hell, and so she knows everything, and now she's psychic. After having her heaven and hell moment, she's psychic. But our, our hero, Tony... He's jaded. He's seen the worst sides of the streets. He's seen hookers eat tires or whatever is, you know, he's seen all of the terrible he's a things. 12 year old with
1: a $200 a day habit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pixie sticks. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doomed because they don't believe. So everybody here, she says, you're all doomed because none of you believe, so you won't be prepared for what you're up against. You're doomed. You're all doomed. You're doomed. doomed. Here's a blood curse. Then oh. so uh, so more more Hamburglar ghost sneaking. The thing beeps and he runs off again. Um, they talk about Ginger, uh, the, the lady and her husband, talk about Ginger with like so little remorse. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, we barely knew her though. You know, come on. Yeah, but we brought her.
1: We sure? we we brought her on this mission where she got killed. Yeah, yeah hey, But she's like hey. a consenting adult. Fuck off.
0: Yes, yeah, come on. She's a big girl. Yeah,
1: Sometimes big girls fine. get killed by shower heads, Did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, she knew. So, what, she knows about ghosts. She knows ghosts fuck with showers. That was her fault for taking a shower.
0: Oh my god. I don't even want to. Re- I don't even want to say her response to this because she made it much worse mm-hmm. too. She was like, "Why would he even kill her?" And she's like, "Ah, oh, he probably raped her in the shower. Yeah. That's why." It's like, "God, whoa, yeah. hey, <laughs> like, you just made this a thousand times yeah. worse. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?" Like, <laughs> the she was like, she could have said anything. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, she could have slipped. Uh, it could have been yeah. anything. And she's like, no, just instead. It's like, oh God, this movie. I also
1: love it too. That the, the shower yes. scene just took place in the middle of the day while they're on the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, such a shoehorned in boob scene.
0: <laughs> oh, and it's no context whatsoever. <laughs> it's like you could have, you could have done anything. You could have done a, like an ectoplasm scene. Yeah. She, got you know, climbed, where it's where like, she had
1: to take a shower. She just took it out of nowhere. The,
0: Right. Like the ghost gets pushed away by the, the thing and it hits her and she's like, ah, I've got goo on me. And she's like, oh, that's ectoplasm. That's what happens. I'll have to go take a shower now. <laughs> Fine. At least some context. Yeah. Nope, nope. They don't need it. Um, So Agnes wants to make history and that's all she's about. And she says, we're perfectly safe. Yeah. And that's the cue to smash cut to Whitney having a fit. Yeah. Uh, and so, Whitney's having a fit. Frank's cleaning his gun, and this is bizarre, but also very cool. This was a this was a really effective effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bullet levitates out of the little little case that he has them sitting in, and just blows right through his head and explodes on the back wall. Big big blood splatter explosion. Yeah, great, great. Nice looking bullet hole. Yep. Really good. Like I think it's a Tom Savini pull the wax. Thing out of the wax plug out of the forehead, kind of bullet hole thing looked absolutely yep, flawless. Effects. Loved it. Love it. Um, so we've lost. So, so we lost
1: Ginger and we've lost the head of security now.
0: Yes, Frank and Ginger are both dead. Uh, Tony is now wandering around pitchfork and hunting knife storage. Wait, Ed Jackson's dead too.
1: A, uh, worst security force oh. ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know that they were necessarily prepared for this. Yeah. I feel like they were really, they chose the wrong people. <laughs> they probably should have gone with maybe like three priests. Yeah. I don't know, just saying. Ghosts? <laughs> maybe gun guys were not the right move. And of course when one um, of your
1: friends has died, that's—that's. That's, that's, we're perfectly safe.
0: No, yeah, of course. Everything's <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're perfectly safe is of course what she's going to say. Uh, Whitney's still flipping out and a hunting knife flies at Tony's head and clearly intentionally misses him so he's pinned to a big wooden post by his shirt yep currently um
1: and then we get the L1 attack ah yes you can't defeat him he will rise like a phoenix <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep, yeah, he comes in and he tr- uh so our yeah, Stooge comes in and tries to strangle uh Tony while he's still stuck to the post. Uh says that he's going to rise, he's going to kill them all, blah blah blah. And then Tony finally gets free and we get a big beefy Hollywood punching scene. It's just like the stakes being slapped together. Oh, the same like, every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 100% just the, the Hollywood meat slammers, <laughs> as uh, Joel Robinson would say. Uh, yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, so that happens. Agnes's husband, uh, Agnes and her husband, find Frank dead. And they're still like, well, we should keep going. Yeah, uh, we're totally Tony here. loses his gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're already here. Come on. Yeah, since he loses uh, his gun,
1: Owen Tony- takes a gun and fires and runs away, I guess. So he's got the
0: gun. Right. He le- yeah, he gets the gun, and so uh, Tony shuts off the lights. So he fires bl- blindly in the dark, yeah. and then he runs away for some reason, even though he's the guy with the gun. Yeah. Um, but uh, the remaining four characters meet up in the living room and, uh, and fill everybody in on all the stuff that they don't know from what's happened previously. So Agnes, her quote here is, We need to leave this house right now. And Tony says, "Stay here until I get back," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or just leave. Just, leave. <laughs> just everybody leave. So Tony goes up to snag Frank's gun, the the spare gun that Frank had, his ammo. Tony still doesn't believe in any of this that's going <laughs> on. Um, he still thinks that Stooge is the one killing everybody. Uh, he goes to the van, and the distributor cap is missing. I think it is, is yep. that what it yep. was. And. Uh, I know more about cars than I thought I did, um, and so, and you know, you know, you know, you know I,
1: about broken horror movie cars, is what you know. about. I sure do. That's what I know.
0: Uh, um, and so, so the groundskeeper's back, and he has he's he's on God mode in his Doom Gun, yeah. and he's fired approximately twenty shots yeah. here. He shoots shoots up the van, shoots everything else. Uh, Explodes the van. Blows the fucking van up. We get an explosion. Yeah, yeah, we get one nice explosion, Um, and uh, yeah. And then runs away again. Oh, and then he, (laughs) he runs. Well, he shoots the husband once, and then runs out of bullets after that. That's right. He gets one slug in the in the side of like a little flesh wound, in the side of the Felix, the husband. Um, Which apparently just so stops bleeding
1: f- on its own Without any medical treatment later on When they do a yeah, thing <laughs> Just a gut shot
0: <laughs> No I think that what happens afterwards Is a direct result of that I think it was a very serious wound And it wasn't anything that he did to <sighs> him It just caused his head to explode <laughs> um, So always a, side finally, o- always
1: a side effect Of being shot in the stomach
0: <laughs> Finally for the first time In this whole goddamn movie Whitney gets the thing that she should have been holding for the entirety of this movie. Um, like from minute one. But uh, so she has it, and it's like, oh, the urn is missing. And so his soul's going to be reunited with his remains and blah, blah, blah. And then she puts the fucking thing back down <laughs> and then runs off. Fuck you. Uh, and so Tony follows her. She does a. Uh, it's time for another sitting now. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta get another sitting in here. I got a bullet
1: in my because, stomach. Let's do this
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, man. Uh, and so Agnes and Felix by themselves do that. Whitney's running around a graveyard, and uh, Tony finally catches her and grabs her. You know, we've got all the all the zooms and all the crazy. What crap was she going doing right out in down. the graveyard?
1: I kind of missed that part.
0: I think she was just trying to get away, get as far away as possible, mm-hmm. which was a solid plan. Yeah, uh, it just didn't work. Um... So apparently she, oh yeah. apparently
1: she's the only one that can allow Lauder to hurt people.
0: She's the only one that can allow Lauder to hurt
1: yes, people. Yes, because she's a physical medium. So he uses her okay. he uses her to make the things fly and, and the shower move and everything. That's why she was convulsing on the bed when the shower did that. But I feel like it yes. breaks its own rules yep. when uh Lauder makes uh what's his nuts' head explode? Like
0: Right. And well, uh, right. There's he, didn't, that. he didn't make then,
1: anything move, but like, apparently that was the only way. I don't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't understand how. I mean, they set up a rule that like once she leaves the property, then he has no sway over her. And then he has sway over her on the highway. Yes,
1: exactly. Makes no sense. Like, but that, well, no, well, well, yeah, it does it. kind of make sense because she comes back and says that's an illusion like it was all fake like I never even left the ground
0: she says okay maybe she yeah okay that's how he has power over the highway still makes okay. no uh, sense like, yeah they find, they find Jackson's body medium takes the car Tony shoots the chain off the the thing she leaves a Ground or she tries to leave but the groundskeeper comes at him again he takes I don't know a whole bunch of bullets until finally Tony executes him gangland no, style yeah like say goodnight Gracie <laughs> yeah he says say goodnight Gracie and then puts a bullet right between his eyes uh cold blooded yeah. in in fact cold calculated murder one as it, as it turns out but you know whatever uh Agnes is starting to finally feel some remorse um so that's good <laughs> um I think basically what happens is so uh they do the they do the seance and they learn that the heart that his heart is behind the pentagram. And that's the thing that was there. Um, they learn they don't learn where the urn is or who he's going to be able to say where the urn is who, when he gets out of the trance. Who moved
1: the urn because it was in the fireplace in the beginning. And Vicente took that, I we never I, I, as far as I know, I've watched this twice for this podcast. I don't ever remember seeing the scene where that urn went missing from the fireplace. Nope. And the beep machine's always there, stopping him when he's creeping up hamburger style. So I was like, I don't feel like he ever nope. grabbed the ear like, how the fuck did it get upstairs?
0: I don't get it. I do yeah. not get it. That's so crazy. <sighs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but eventually he just blows up his head. Yeah. He gets tired of him because he's like, oh, well, if you ever find out what's going on, you're going to, you know, if you ever get free of me, then you're going to tell her where the mm-hmm. urn is. So I'll take care of this. And she basically goads him into it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, she, she would be the worst poker player in history <laughs> because she's like, well, you know, you, you probably ought to kill my husband because uh, I'm going to kill you if you let him go. Yeah. It's like, good job. Thanks, um, Ray, it's thanks it's so great, much. A great
1: head explosion, though. Ranks right up there with uh, a real, shopping mall real and scanners.
0: Yeah, that was that was good stuff. Um, So uh, so now I guess they think that they've uh, they think that they've gotten rid of of the the physical medium, but they have not. They're down there hacking away at the wall, trying to get the get his heart out from behind the the pentagram. They have it. And uh, and then she shows up in the basement. She's like, oh, Shit! I wasn't actually going to the sheriff. <laughs> she thought she was walking up the steps to the sheriff's office. Turns out she was walking through the door to the basement, and we get like a uh, sort of cheap Nightmare on Elm Street, the haunting stretchy hands through the door. That was dumb. That look. They looked real bad. They looked at first. They looked straight up like boobs, and I was like, what? "Where are you going with this?" And then it was like, <laughs> "Then it was hands," and I was like, "Okay." I guess I get door, it. Boob door, um, <laughs> terrifying boob door. Uh, but then it's like boob uh, Is I,
1: that like a Kevin Tenney staple? Because not that happen in uh, shit, *Night of the Demons* that. too?
0: <laughs> sure does. So maybe that was it. Maybe it's a maybe it's an homage yeah. to his own work. Um, but our our main sociopathic psychic investigator, she gets an axe in the head. I was surprised at so. that
1: death. I didn't I didn't see that coming.
0: I mean, she is the most irredeemable of everyone. Mm-hmm. She basically brought everyone there and didn't care if they lived or died. So. Well, she had to test her ghost vacuum know. out to make ghost history. <laughs> she did have to make ghost history. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah. So our, our ghost tries to kill Tony with the axe, but he holds up the ghost vacuum. Oh, first, first, and it's first
1: I love it when he whacks uh, Tony with the shovel. <laughs> he shovel <laughs> like slowly moved to the side of his head. <laughs>
0: that was good. Yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah but the first time that anybody actually tries to use this device for what it was supposed to be used for it works flawlessly yeah
1: you guys could have done this like an hour ago <laughs> uh,
0: and then the thing that was maybe the most annoying about this was that she was like okay so this thing that I designed specifically to hold the spirit of this specific guy and everything else she's like it's not, it's gonna, not gonna hold, hold it. it sucks him in there and she's like you know, this thing isn't going to work. It's like the whole point of this was to prove that this was going to work. Are you seeing like cracks in it or like, did you drop it? What, why are you saying that it's not going to fucking work? Well, that's
1: why I'm so confused about the beatbox, because she mentions earlier that it <laughs> that it was supposed to make it so he couldn't take over the person or. Pass through them without taking them over or something, but now all of a sudden it's a, it's a vacuum cleaner, a uh, ghost vacuum.
0: Yeah, she refers to it as a vacuum. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Again, I don't think he had a second draft of the script, so I think maybe it was he just forgot what yeah. it was halfway through. Um, so they uh, so they have him trapped in this thing, but it's not going to last. So we got these tension stings. We've got like cutting back and forth to the thing in the basement with his spirit in it, beeping and buzzing. And them running up the stairs, trying to get to the attic in time to get his urn. I, I
1: love how they figure out where the urn is, too. With, like, no specific reason. Like, we had the heart. We just need to find the urn. Where could it be? Then all of a sudden, both of them at the same time, they're like, the altar! <laughs> why? <laughs> how did you figure this out? Let <laughs> both of y'all figure out the answer at the same exact
0: time. Sure, no but clue, also, no why anything. would... Why wouldn't the first thing you do be to destroy the fucking heart? yeah. Once you have the heart, why? what are you going to do with it? Well, they, You're going to reunite it with the ashes and all this stuff? It seems like that's the most dangerous idea of no, all. They,
1: they say that once they reunite the heart with the ashes, then the soul can finally get put to rest.
0: Oh, is that the deal? That's team? why they
1: were trying to find the urn and the heart, too. Or, you, they, can,
0: or you can just smash it. Smash the it.
1: fucking heart. But apparently, yeah, that's what they were doing. To, to combine a box and an urn somehow will uh, stop it.
0: Oi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that's the plan. Uh, so they go to the attic There's no urn They decide to not look around They just basically I love, pause I love and that. Just stop. They
1: walk into a big room and they're like It's not here
0: <laughs> if, Because it's not right in front of <laughs> yeah. them It doesn't exist uh, Yeah they're <laughs> it, <it's>, it, <laughs> That's it, supposed to go away when you hit three It's
1: like you ask somebody like where's my ledger And they're like it's, it, it's in the desk And then you get to the desk and you, you look at the desk And you go it's not here
0: <laughs> It's not here Yep. Try
1: try (laughs) opening a drawer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nope.
0: Uh, I've covered my eyes. Now you're gone. Um, And you're never coming back. Uh, Yeah. So they don't tear apart the desk and destroy the altar or anything. Uh, And so our guy comes back. He shows up, takes her over. And then she goes over to the... She goes over. She finds the urn. And drinks her ashes.
1: Well, this is a uh, this is after she somehow knocks out Vincetti by just like pushing him against his face a little bit.
0: Yeah, just a slap. Yeah, he's like slapped it and it went down. <laughs> oh yeah, well because he's got crazy ghost powers. No, okay. <laughs> super super ghost powers, um, and so the <laughs> yeah the, e- the eating the ashes <laughs> the sh- are
1: great, and it sounds like skittles too. <laughs> it sounds like she's pouring a ton of skittles in her mouth. <laughs>
0: To be fair, you know cremains do still have like you know all the little Bone bit. the bones don't a hundred hundred percent go down, so that's that's where you get your delicious skittles. Um, mm. So Tony goes over, taps her on the shoulder, and she turns around, and it's it's our scary warlock dressed in this lady's dress, uh, and it's scary, <laughs> it's but a
1: total uh, freaking right aid Dracula cape. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it totally is. And then is. when, he, then when uh, he
1: lunges to attack uh, Vincenti, it looks so hokey.
0: Yeah, so so he chuckles here, and then this infinitely powerful warlock yells rawr and then runs at him like a drunk toddler. He's like <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> I was expecting, I don't know, fucking levitates him into the, throws him through the wall, you know, he flies at him, he does something. Nope. He runs with his human feet at this guy saying, "rar." <laughs> so, so funny
1: because this guy uh, the brief flashes we saw of him in Witchboard he was such an imposing presence And now that we see more of him he's just such a goofy ass dude
0: <laughs> he is he's so goofy and he is I mean he looks like Kenny Rogers yeah. circa like 1978 so once you see him in more context you're like this guy is going to be singing some soft country hits <laughs> that I'm going to really enjoy yeah. um, and he imagine. doesn't do yeah. that which is which is a real disappointment. Uh, so he gives away the whole, the whole, the whole thing to uh, to our hero by saying, "You can't kill me. I have no heart." Yeah. Ugh. It's like, bro. No, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Just
1: kill the guy.
0: <laughs> but. Luckily our hero is smarter than he looks and he puts two holes into the heart and two holes appear in our ghostly bad guy. And uh and so he's like aha now they're again in the same way that our infinitely powerful warlock here just scuffles for the fucking box on the floor with him instead of like force pushing him yeah. out the window or doing any you know like He's got magical powers. And, and I love uh, this guy I, is magic.
1: I love he's dive for the box too, where it's just, he doesn't run <laughs> up and grab the box. He just like kind of throws himself on the ground, but like three <laughs> feet away from it. Like, oh, I, I did not time that dive right. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> that was rough. Um, but he he eventually gets it and then throws the heart out the window. And it squishes on the pavement, and we get an awesome wax dummy of our evil our evil guy, like, slowly melting. It's so bad. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I love it. It's
1: a stuck hand where it just starts making all the pools of wax out of the fingers. And, uh, and then the wax... They
0: clearly didn't have enough heat.
1: No, and then the wax model had uh, the fake beard, too, attached to it. And you see yeah. the whole beard, like, slide off in one big piece. <laughs>
0: He read that same Cinefix that I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like had to make your own filthy wax skull for oh, yeah. movies. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was definitely one of those Cinefix. Best thing ever. Um, yes, so he does that thing, and it was... I thought it was fun. I love those effects. But I think they just didn't do it... Like, it wasn't stop motion? Like, I don't think that no, they did stop. any kind of, like, like... They didn't speed it up. They didn't do anything. I think they literally just had... Two big flames pointed at it and actually heated it up and melted it in real time, which I think was what made it look less I,
1: interesting. I thought the flames looked superimposed over it. I don't think they actually had flames being shot at it.
0: Really? I think
1: maybe they just had...
0: They might have been. Uh,
1: probably just a hairdryer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then they definitely sped it up yeah. and they just had a hairdryer. But I don't know. It looked... You know, it's it's one of those effects that I'll always love. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it looked it always looks terrible, but it always looks fun. I mean, even the best one. It's, even you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is the best melting hand oh, yeah. ever. It's like even that doesn't look good technically. I just
1: thought it was it's, so hokey how that he was absolutely frozen when it was happening. Like it kept cutting to his hand and his hand was just in like one <laughs> like it wasn't moving or trying to like writhe in pain. It was just stuck frozen. No. <laughs>
0: Hey, even even in uh, Fright Night and uh, Evil Dead, they had the the stuck hand mm-hmm. doing that same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, fun effect. And those are those are great examples of those. Mm-hmm. Though those are all really fun. Um, but this, speaking of great effects, actually, this was the best effect of the whole movie. I loved this one. Um, so, as soon as as soon as we've gotten done this whole melty thing, uh, we see the skull overlay of of the of our warlock and it looks great like this skull looks amazing this this particular sculpt is super super cool and then you know a human hand starts ripping the the skull apart off the face
1: head turn too when we see it it turns like that that head turn looks great
0: (laughs) that was super spooky uh yeah that was such a great moment and then it looked great when she starts pulling it off and you know you know what's gonna happen she's alive everything's fine you know she's been reduced to bone and then she, I guess underneath the bone was her that's fine whatever yeah, I, she was fine <laughs>
1: I, I guess she lived through that uh being set on fire she lived through getting a, a point blank bullet in her mouth uh when she was taken over yep like uh I found that a weird choice that they would keep her alive after that
0: yeah, I mean, because even if the even if the bullet didn't go through her physically when he actually shot at the body, mm-hmm. if, like, magically he was repelling that, when he shot the heart, you saw it go through yeah. him physically, so one of the two was going to go through her. But, I don't know, she was mystically reborn. Yep. Something happened, and the goodness in the world that was the counterpart to the evil that was the magician... Ah came there and it resurrected her because she had faith in God. That's right. <laughs> I believe that is the answer to our question, oh. but she's doing swell. She looks great. <laughs> she's got a little bit L- of a burned L- little beard little burned
1: face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. And now we, uh, now we cut to our little coda here.
1: I thought this was, which is totally, are you talking about Vincetti st- on the phone? Like, yes. I, I- thought that whole scene was totally unnecessary.
0: Own, of course it was. He's got his own detective agency, but he doesn't do haunted houses. Yeah. And then he just
1: has like a, what, little daydream of louder.
0: Yep. Yep. He has another Hamburgling louder yeah. flashback. Like, he's still doing the Hamburglar. And then he just sits there for two fucking long with his head on his hands. <laughs> just like sitting. And you're like, Cut. Cut. Uh, Cut. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, credits, I, I feel yeah. like
1: uh, after, after she pulled the mask off, they could have just hugged or something and showed the outside of the house. And that would have been uh, the end of the movie. Like, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah the whole thing, totally. The whole thing
1: with him on the phone at the end. And the conversation again, goes on way too long. Like this could have been like, it, it, it would have made sense to me if it was just been sitting on the phone and he answered the phone and they were like, no, I keep telling you fucking people. I don't do haunted houses. Click. Click.
0: Boom. Uh, Yeah. That's it. (laughs)
1: This whole thing. Like no. I agree. No. If you have a ghost, you would know it. You don't need me. No. You may have heard that, but I don't. It's just like that was boring. Like, come on.
0: (laughs) Yep. No, I'm I'm in complete agreement. I think that was foolishness. But still, uh Man, this movie is so ridiculous that it's hard to point out a specific point in it that is more ridiculous than any other point. Yeah, so I love it. So, it's, it's cheap. So that's, cheap wh- that's kind right of ways. what makes it wonderful. Yep, it's,
1: yeah. it's, it's funny. I love Vincetti. I wish, just like 976 Evil 2, I wish we could have had the, like, where we were proposing like a continuing adventures of Spike. Like, I really wish we had oh, yes. another continuing adventures of Vincetti, like what he does after this movie. Ah, We need a witchcraft too, Kev. Where you at? <laughs>
0: Man, I don't think there's going to be a witch trap, too. What is he doing these days? Uh, is he still working? Is- yes.
1: There's a couple things. I looked it up today, and he's got a movie from a few years back about uh, some aliens taking over some kids in a fishing hut or something. Uh, that sounds pretty fun. It's
0: called Okay. I forgot what it was called. Has he, ha- has he gone the making family films? Has he gone the Winorski? Like I'm gonna make kids movies route.
1: Uh, yes, I believe he made a movie called Bigfoot that looks just like Carrie and the Henderson. That's
0: uh, that was the one that I was thinking of. I was like, <laughs> I think, I think maybe I've seen him heading towards, you know, I mean, Charles Band did the same thing okay. when he started doing like pre-hysteria and all that shit, like opened up the kids film.
1: Fucking Fred, <laughs> o- Fred Olin w- Ray is like the king of Hallmark Fred Christmas movies Olin now. Ray. <laughs>
0: Who would have thought? Insanity. Yeah. No one, no one would have ever imagined that. That is the yeah. weirdest thing ever. Uh, man. I still remember the Donahue when he was casting Jacko. Oh yeah. He was on Donahue? <laughs> yeah, he was he was on Donahue and he was like literally cast a like a studio audience member in Jacko for <laughs> like <laughs> I think it was Jacko. I think that was what was going on. But man, yes. So Oh, God. Fred Olin Ray. We haven't done a single Fred Olin Ray movie. Yeah. Yeah. How is that
1: possible? Fuck yeah. We have not? No, no. Let's do that. I,
0: yeah, let's do one. I can't think of a good one to do. Uh, but Deep
1: Space is, we should Deep do Space one. is good. Uh, oh. Evil Tunes is good. Okay. Did he do Evil Tunes? <laughs> oh. I can't remember if he did or not.
0: I don't remember if that's him or not. I
1: know he produced uh, Teenage Exorcist. That's a goodie. It's too much of a comedy. Yeah. I
0: worry, I worry that that movie is too much of a comedy to do. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay, we'll yeah. Look at it. I, we'll think about I'm it. I'm always
1: terrible at this. Like, uh, i on the spot trying to think of people's movies. <laughs> like my yeah. brain just starts to mush. I'm,
0: I'm sure there's a good Fred Olin Ray movie to like, do. Like, I know I've got a ton of them downstairs
1: um, and I can't mm. even come up with them. just like, oh, did you do that one? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. So that was fun. Um, that's about all I have to say about Witch Trap. I Do you think.
1: You think we got the witches out of our system?
0: I don't think so. I got, um, I, I, got, I got, really. I, it, I mean, for now, yeah, sure. But what about the uh, what about that uh, witch house? And, got all three. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> which one has uh, Linda Blair in it?
1: Oh, that's a uh, witchery with her and uh, David Hasselhoff.
0: Oh shit, you're right. That's witchery. <laughs> Who's witch house then?
1: Uh, some full moon garbage.
0: Oh, it's like a, god! It's like a total uh,
1: Night of the Demons ripoff with uh, Lila. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, maybe I do want to see that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've actually I, I actually pulled them all up because I made a big uh picture for a tape group the other day with all my witch movies when we were talking about this shit. So.
0: <laughs> I think we need to skip to something less witchy for next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, you should go to CoastCityComics.com, buy stuff. Baphomet uh, shirt. You can get your Unbox Monster you Podcast t shirt. Yes, you can buy your weekly comics through us during this pandemic, and you can get them without ever having to talk to or touch another human being. It's pretty great. Um, and uh, you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast, and uh, you can follow us at Coast City Comics I, as well on the Instagram. And Instagrams. I am Matt
1: Awkward, VHS feed, on the Instagrams.
0: And, uh, and these are good things. Yeah! Yeah! So Cool. Tune in next
1: week where we'll deliver some Fred Olin Ray.
0: Oh, oh that's a that's a promise. That's now. a promise okay, I can't now. Just wait. made it
1: official. Yeah.
0: I'm excited. I'm search the Ray right
1: catalog, right. we're gonna do this.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see what we come up wait. with. Awesome. Have a good night everybody. Hit. We'll see you next week.